Superman 2. The adventure continues with the three villains from Krypton. Each one with the same powers as Superman. Each one dedicated to violence against mankind. Think of it. Three supervillains. Or four if we count him twice. The adventure continues in Paris with Lois Lane. I believe this is your floor. And the romance continues. The adventure continues in Washington. The world is on the brink of destruction. Superman, can you hear me? And Metropolis is in ruins. Superman, help us! Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Superman! General, would you care to step outside? seen the first part you haven't seen the best part the adventure continues in Superman 2 welcome to movie Humpers. I am Bob Sham I'm Angela the sounds you hear may be dogs we are continuing our adolescent power fantasy theme and we are continuing with are Richard Donner Superman. Now, Superman 2, you might notice some versions are credited to Richard Lester. Uh, now, Superman 2 was, was filmed like right after Superman 1. They knew there was going to, they knew they had a hit on their hands. Mm -hmm. They knew they needed a sequel, but Richard Donner was kind of having it out with the producers and he was unceremoniously fired after he made about 75% of the movie. Insane. They brought in Richard Lester, who made the Beatles movies like Help and Hard Day's Night. And Richard, the Richard Lester in cut is fine. We wanted to maintain the Donnerness of it. And in 2006, they let Richard Donner and uh, an editor by the name of Michael Tao to actually recut Superman 2. And so this is the precedent set where, you know, you got the Zack Snyder Justice League version, right? I was about version, to right? say, is there a direct line to Zack Snyder doing that? Like, does he fancy himself a on the level of Richard Donner to be like, I need to show you what mine would be. I don't know about all of that, but Richard Donner did show that maybe Warner Brothers would be willing to let you recut the movie if you absolutely uh, wanted to, if there was enough fan demand for Got it. it. Got and there was fan demand for the Zack Snyder cut, and there was fan demand for the Richard Donner cut. Well, and the Donner cut I get behind. So we're watching the 2006 recut of the 1980 movie Superman 2. But Richard Lester does deserve co-directing credit because he did shoot 
some of the scenes that Richard Donner had to edit in. So you really can't remove either director from either version of this movie. No, it wouldn't be the movie it is without both of them. So when Superman took that missile that was going to hit New Jersey and he put it in the space, Mm -hmm. it broke through reality, the barrier that separates the Phantom Zone from our reality. And then Zod and Ursa and the other dude find themselves on the moon where they like wreck some astronauts on an international space station. They take down the U.S. and Russian flags and throw them. And and they kill some astronauts too. But Superman, back of the Daily Planet, Lois, she thinks she knows who Superman is. This is my favorite kind of sequel because it starts at the second that the first movie ended. And also this scene in particular is like one of my favorite moments because she is draw she draws on a picture of him Superman glasses and a hat and a suit and then so, she tries to say to Clark She's like you're Superman you're why don't Superman. you tell me that you're Superman <laughs> willing to bet my life on Lois you know you are priceless really I mean that is the single most ridiculous thing about I don't know what you're it's talking about. I'm not about. Superman. And then she jumps out of the fucking window. Yup. And so Clark, he doesn't change into Superman, but at super speed, he goes down to the street, uses his super breath to slow her fall. Uses and his lasers. His heat vision to like release the awning that's yep. on a building. And she bounces off the awning and onto a hot dog stand. And her face is like covered in like. I guess ketchup. I thought it was maybe produce because I thought she was maybe covered in tomatoes. Regardless, she's got shit all over her. He basically saved her life, but she also got embarrassed because she did something stupid. He had to think of a different way to do it other than just dressing up like Superman. Because he's still like, Lois, you could have died. Like, this was stupid. Like, why were you? And she was like. So Perry White is like, look, we we think they're ripping people off at this Niagara Falls Resort or hotel or something. Everyone's going there. It's a big deal. Pretend you're a couple and go. And Superman is like, no. Basically because he needs to stay in the city to save people. But Lois still does not believe him that he's not Superman. And she's like, no, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. Because she thinks, oh, I'm going to make him tell me on this trip. And so there's a part where, and it was very vivid when I was a kid, this dumbass kid falling into Niagara Falls and while while Clark goes off to get some hot dogs, Lois Salt sees this kid fall, and sure enough, Superman shows up and rescues this kid. Yeah, and there's this really cute part where Lois like has looked over to see if he's at the hot dog stand and doesn't see him, but because it's Superman and she's so just like in love with him, he doesn't say anything to her. He just drops the kid off and disappears, and she's like, "It's me, it's Lo- it's Lois." Hey, hey, big guy. Like, she just, he does not hear her. And she's, like, so deflated by the fact that, like, he did not. But it also has, like, reignited that she knows that it's Clark. Because why the fuck else would Superman be there? And she says as much when she they're back at the hotel room. This is cool, too, though. Because, so, she's getting ready for them to go out. Because they're supposed to be honeymooners, whatever, at this honeymooner dinner. And she's kind of giving Clark a little bit of a cold shoulder. And he has this moment where he's like, Lois... I know you don't want to be here with me. I'm not good enough for you. But I don't know why. Because I'm such a good friend to you. And I'm such a good person. And it's almost like Clark Superman, Kalel wants her to love him for him. But he's also pretending when he's Clark. You know? Like, it's like yeah, this yeah. thing where he's trying to, like, see how she really feels about him all over the place. But finally she's like, oh, no, I, I know who you are. 
And then she pulls a gun on yeah. him. And she's like, this wouldn't hurt Superman. She pulls the trigger. And he's like, ugh. And then he stands up straight. He Takes stops off, off his glasses. And he's like, "You, what if Clark was a regular person? You could have killed him. She goes, not with blanks, I couldn't. Yeah, he, he's so invulnerable, he doesn't even think to check to see if to he see, really like, even got shot. got messed up or there's even like a gun casing or anything. And then they hook up. And then they yeah. go to Bone Zone. And then he's like, you want to go see my Fortress of Solitude? Well, that's where they go to Bone Zone. They go to the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. And he cooks her a full dinner. Also, Lex Luthor has broken out of prison with holograms. And has already been there. Yeah, and, and has learned the history of Jor-El and Krypton and all that shit. Uh, What's-his-face does not get out of prison. Yeah, Otis. He, he, so he's, like, not in this movie. Miss T. Pessmacher, she shows she up to rescue, in, but And they she's go not in there out there to the ice castle, and they put all the different crystals into the machine, and so they learn the history of, like, they learn who... Jarell is. They learn that Superman is Kal-El. And then they learn about General Zod. Yeah, yeah. And Ursa and these guys. And and the fact that these are the only three criminals in the entire history of Krypton who could not be rehabilitated. So they were dismissed to the Phantom Zone. Yeah, yeah. Lois and Superman are at the Fortress of Solitude. And Superman is talking to an AI of his biological father, Jor-El. Played by Marlon Brando. And he's like, man, I really like this girl. But, and then the, then Jorel's like, yeah, but you can't have both. You got to mm-hmm. pick humanity or you got to pick love. And, and you need to pick humanity or you're making a mistake. And also, if you happen to walk into these crystals, you can be reverted to like a regular human. And there's no going back. And Lois just watches him do it. I was so mad. I was like, fucking say something. Because here's the deal. Even though she loves him. She has to know, and later we find out she does understand, that he cannot give up his gifts to love just her. I, I mean, he, if you're, she is wh- his weakness. When it's you're not, that, when you're, but she always will be either way. I know, but, but, but it's not, you know, it's this whole like compassion for the entire human race and like humanity, and sure, that's there, but above everything is Lois, mm-hmm. and she's his real actual weakness. You know? So he doesn't have powers. They walk out of... Maybe they have Kryptonian technology that helps them, but... Well, they, whatever. They, they leave the car. North Pole as regular people, and they end up at a truck stop where Clark gets his ass beat. To get hot dogs. There's like a through line of them needing to eat hot dogs in this movie. They love a hot... I mean, hot dog... I hot like dogs a hot are dog. Great. Hot fine. dog cart, hot dog at the Niagara Falls, hot so, dog at the diner. But he gets his ass beat at a truck stop diner, and He's then... He's trying to hit... This guy's trying to hit on Lois. And then they turn on the TV, and then that's when they realize Zod is back. He's overtaken this town. Also, for these irredeemable criminals, they could kill a whole town in like minutes. They could, but General Zod's whole thing is that he wants people to worship him. So he's not going to kill a whole town because then they can't bow down before him. Like, his whole thing was, I'm going to make Jarrell bow and make Kneel before Zod. you got to kneel before Zod. And so he wants everybody on Earth to still be alive and worshiping him. Yeah. So he's not going to kill everybody, but he does indiscriminately kill a bunch of people. So, yeah, so Zod has made his way to the White House by the time he turns on the TV and he's like, oh, I fucked up. So he has to go back... To the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And even though Jor-El said it can't be undone, he's like, actually, I can 
I can undo it if I, but you would lose this program and yeah. be able to talk to me from now on. Because there's only one crystal left, and the only crystal left was like the beacon crystal, the green one. Mm-hmm. And once that's used up to to do this to give him his powers back, it's over. His connection is lost. He can't talk to Jorel but anymore. But Jorel did say, "I anticipated." This happening. You being you, a giant dumbass. Yeah, he basically was like, I anticipated you I wanting cu- to give it all up and then realizing that you fucked the fuck I up. I would have cut that whole part out of him, like, getting rid of his powers, honestly. I know. I guess it, again, it's really just to show how much he loved her, I guess. Yeah, But it's yeah. dumb. And then, you know, that's the whole thing is he's got to get his powers back. So he went back to do that. And he basically was like, I got to go do this alone. In the meantime, Lois has gone back to the city. And that's when, when... Zod is in the White House. Lex Luthor shows up because he knows who they are because he's yeah. got the history. And Lex is like, <clears throat> "Did you know that the son of Jor El is here, and I can take you to him?" So, so, but first he takes him to Lois. Yeah, at the Daily Planet because he knows. And basically, they're like, "Where the fuck is Kal El?" And he's like, "Oh, this is the next best thing. If you have this woman, he will come to wherever you are." Because everyone fucking knows that Lois and Superman. I mean. There's also the argument to be had that, like, they shouldn't be together because then she's in danger. But everyone already knows they're connected. So it doesn't yeah. matter. You wrote the article. Yeah. You've got the exclusive. You're best friends. It's fine. Best friends and maybe fucking. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're fucking. What if you depower and then someone kidnaps her? Is like, you bring me Superman, but, like, be a regular dude and, and die, like, in seconds. You know, it would have been really funny. That story's actually probably been told like a hundred times. Mm. You know what really funny is like if they fucked again after he didn't have his powers and she was like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> just not doing it. Because also We moved in we moved a little too fast you know, on this, Clark. There is you know, there's always that conversation of like how do they even have sex, right? Because he should like hurt her, you would think, but he's such a tender soul. Yeah. That you know he's gonna do everything he can to not hurt her. <laughs> but maybe I don't know. So Superman does he show up. He not Super D anymore. He does show up at the Daily Planet. And yes. There's a big old slugfest where people are getting knocked through buildings and all that. And that's kind of like where we get more into the modern sensibilities of where we're at with superhero movies now. It's kind of where you think you want to see this and it is kind of cool. But at the same time, it just kind of drags on and it, everything becomes a little more cluttered. Where in the first Superman movie, everything was a lot tighter. It was. You know, and then there are there are like those, they try to have like the quip moments. And, and, and in Superman, the one doing the quips is Lex Luthor. Yeah. Right? Because Superman's serious. Like he's not making jokes. But like Lex is going back and forth with Zod because Zod keeps being like, I'm going to kill you. And Lex is like, no, one more thing I can tell you. So then Superman goes away. And yeah. everyone's like, Superman has abandoned us. Yeah, yeah. And Lex Luthor's like, and well, Zod's like, I'm going to kill you now. And Lex is like, I have his fucking address, dude. Yeah, yeah. So they go to the Fortress and of Solitude. And they take Lois. And they, they all take like, have a meetup at the Fortress. And then Superman is there. Superman. Lies. Lies. He's like, I can, I can step into here and it will take away my powers. And he and whispers it to Lex Luthor, knowing that Lex Luthor is going to be like, he's right. trying to trick it's a you. double cross. He wants you. He Triple wants, cross. Yeah. Really. He wants me to get you to go in here and it's going to take away your power. But Superman knew that Lex would betray him. So they get, so Zod's like, you walk into there right now or we'll kill Lois Lane. And I guess like Superman knew they would follow him because in the meantime, he'd reversed the polarity yeah, of the Yeah, because the, the red rays coat the room. 
And, and he's protected. And it's Zod and his buddies that become like regular humans. And then Lois gets to punch that bitch Ursa out. Yeah, and they fall into like these misty crevices that are within the Fortress of Solitude. And we assume that they die, I guess. Well, because then, you know, they leave and Superman blows up the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. So it essentially like disappears. So you have to assume they're just like in the ice. Superman is ruminating on the what Jor-El had told him about. You can only have one or the other. And so it's actually a really cool scene where I think it's Lois is like going to brush her teeth. Someone's putting toothpaste on a toothbrush. Yeah. Well, they've they've broken up. Yeah. Basically, they were like, we're going to go back to Metropolis and we can't be together. And Lois is like, your secret is safe with me. But she's like, but you need to always remember. And then we see, like, things starting to go backwards. Yeah. Perry, like, freezes doing something. She's, like, doing a toothpaste. Yeah, the toothpaste is going back into the tube. It looks really cool, actually. It is really cool. And then he does it again. And then we see that Superman's reversing time again. And he reverses time all the way back to the very beginning of the movie. It's not even like a few minutes. Or, or at the, the end, end of, of the, the first, first movie. movie. Because he changes the trajectory of the uh, missile. We we assume he That's does it like... That's the only thing he could have done. Because, yeah, Azad and his minions are trapped. But, yeah, he had but to like, have done... how did he even know that that's how they got free? It's a good question. Mm. We don't see any of he that. He watched the first movie. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. He fixes it. But then, you know, he goes next day. And I thought this was really interesting because he rewinds time again, which, again, we talked about that. It would destroy the entire world if he actually did that. Lois, like, kind of remembers. Yeah. She's, like, she's like sitting at her typewriter and she's like, Clark, have you ever well, her suspicion, thought you knew something? Her suspicion isn't going to go away, right? No, it's not, but... It's not. So that will come back around. I mean, it always does, right? That's always the thing until until it's real that she knows. Yeah. Is the is the will she figured out or won't she? But she's sitting there and I, she's just like, Clark, have you ever just thought that you, like, you knew something but you just couldn't, like, quite remember? Like, I feel like I'm sitting on the best story of my entire career, but I can't remember what it is. I mean, the implication is that he changed things, but we don't know that he did. The way the movie shows it, it's like... No, he just went back in time and everything's fine. Well, and the thing is, is like he would have had to go back. And I assumed that he went back in time and we were just there like at the next day when she did draw the doodle. Do you know what I mean? Like if he really went back. So none of that happened. But also if you really went back in time, did he scramble her brain? Like did he rewind her? Do you know what I'm saying? Like how does that affect the individual people for her to have a vague memory? Because also, if she has a vague memory of a story, she should have a vague memory of fucking him and loving him. As cool, as cool. I said fuck a lot on this episode. As cool as it was, there is something about that whole reversal of time that is awkward because we're sitting here having to parse through it and figure out how it makes sense for it to work. So maybe it's not really a home run. Well, then, and then this whole movie didn't happen. Yeah. This whole movie didn't happen. But you know what does happen? Superman gets Re- revenge on the dude in the diner. Oh, yeah. He That's goes back. Honestly, he's bullying this guy because they shouldn't have had that history. No, they didn't. So he just picks a fight with dude and then, like, rolls him down the... Now, I will say... Yeah? This dude isn't bad dude. 
it's made very clear by the people who work in the diner that this guy's a jerk. When he pulls up the very first time, they call him, like, a name. Like, oh, here comes so-and-so. Like, he's always a jerk to everyone. So Superman is beating up a jerk. Yeah. But not a jerk who's done anything actually to him in this timeline. <laughs> we do have some good uh, Superman and Lois Lane stuff. But it's not quite... They're great together, mm-hmm, always. Mm-hmm. But it's not... It doesn't hit... It doesn't hit at the core the way the first movie did. I think it's a fun... Superman 2 is a fun movie, but the first one is still, like, better. And we're going to hump this movie the way Mm -hmm. Superman humped uh, Lois Lane in Niagara Falls and at the Fortress of Solitude. Just like that, real passionately. uh, Combine our 1 through 5 ratings for best out of 10. What do you give Superman to the Richard Donner cut? Oh, and Terrence Stamp was good as Zod. I forgot to mention he plays Zod. Terrence Stamp was good as Zod. Yeah, he's good. 3.25. I'm going to go a 3.5. Okay. So that is a 6.75. Is that a low B? I do believe we are in the low B or like a mid B. Mid B. I marked it 1980, but it's kind of like 1980 slash 2006. Yeah. But uh, Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut is our ninth best B-tier movie. There you go. Check the show notes for listings and other links and places to find us. What did you think of Superman 2? I know a lot of people probably like two more than one because of the Zodness of it and all the action. That's all I remembered was Zod- the Zodness of it. And Lex Luthor is actually really good in two. Lex Luthor's... He Gene kills Hackman, it. Gene yeah. Hackman fucking kills it. So, yeah, let us know what you think. Like, subscribe. Tell us what your shit is. Uh, and when you're talking about, don't complain it. Don't compare it to the Zack Snyder stuff. Let, we don't want to talk about we it. We can let the Zack Snyder be its own thing. Like it, hate it, whatever. But come on. Ain't no suit. There ain't no Clark and Lois better than this. Okay? Not even Dean motherfucking Kane. All right? So, Sorry, Hatcher was all right. Yeah, she's all right. I actually never liked that show. I was never eh, into it. I watched it, but it came out at the same time as Sequest, so not as often as I should have. That had that talking. Sequest had the talking dolphin, like yeah. Johnny Mnemonic did. And it also had the guy with the gills, DeLuise, Death to All Traders. Death to All Traders. Yeah.